I have been organizing professionally in people's homes since 2018. And I have tackled some small townhouses and some really incredible mansions. I have helped with moves to bigger homes and moves to smaller homes. I've helped with babies' rooms and playrooms and teen rooms. I've done everything from kitchens to basements to bathrooms to closets to craft rooms to garages. I'm sure there's some other places I've organized that I can't even think of right now. I've helped in two borderline hoarding situations. I've also helped clients with OCD and clients with ADHD. What I haven't been is overwhelmed. So what's the big professional organizing secret that keeps me from being overwhelmed? Actually, there's not one, but three. Let's dig in. A wise person once said, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. Well, fish, quit trying to climb trees while getting advice from well-intentioned monkeys. It's time to jump in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. I'm Joy, a professional organizer, mom of four, and fellow fish brain. If you're looking for a place to get understanding, encouragement, and ideas for your home, that actually fit how your brain thinks, then I'm glad you're here. Let's ditch the type A advice and embrace what makes our brains and our homes unique. Together, we can have a joy-loving home. Welcome or welcome back to the Joy-Loving Home podcast. I'm really glad you've tuned in. Moment of confession, that title may be a little clickbaity. Not because I'm not going to reveal a few things that should be helpful to you as you're organizing in your own space and get overwhelmed. Um, Two of the three anyway, you have some control over the third one you don't, but (laughs) I'll reveal them in just a second. But I have to, to confess that when I say I've never been overwhelmed, it's not because I haven't started to get overwhelmed, not because anybody's home shocks me or appalls me or, you know, every, every client I walk into who is nervous about how I'll receive their house. I always have seen worse. It's it's fine. The, that part never overwhelms me. For complete honesty, and, and you understand when I reveal the last reason, I have been overwhelmed before, just not professionally. And that's that's why I feel like the title's still fair. So I'm going to reveal these in the reverse order. Let's talk about ways that possibly you can approach your space like a professional organizer, and maybe these industry secrets will help. (laughs) All right, so number three, I don't have a predetermined bias about the space I'm about to organize. So one of the, I guess, more enjoyable parts of the job is people will walk me around their space, show me the parts that are frustrating to them. I will start digging things out and rearranging things and rethinking things. And I will often hear the phrase, oh my gosh, you're such a genius. Ah, I hadn't ever thought of that. Oh my gosh, how did you even come up with that idea? And it's not because <laughs> I'm some grand visionary. It's because I, I don't have this thought of what your space should be like. Whether you like it or not, you are swayed by the fact that 
the people who had the house before you used a room a certain way, or the builder had an idea for a room and they gave it a name and you assume it had to be used that way. I just approach space in a very neutral way, I guess. I just see what needs to be figured out. I ask questions that maybe you're not asking yourself, like, what is your frustration point in this room? What are you trying to get done here? What keeps ending up in this room? Things where I'm just sort of investigating the way the room is maybe begging to be used and walking around and seeing things in a very neutral light so that I am not swayed by where things got sat down when the movers moved your stuff in and you assume that's where it has to stay. So when you are approaching your space, if you're feeling a little overwhelmed, kind of close your eyes a minute and say, if I were moving in today and I could rethink this space any way I wanted to, what do I really want to use it for? Maybe that's a way to to step over that overwhelm and, and get a little creativity in how you're going to use the space. Maybe that helps. All right. Number two, you're paying me <laughs> or your professional organizer. So I have no choice but to jump in and start getting busy. The only time there is ever a little tinge of overwhelm is right when I'm about to tackle a space and the overwhelm for me comes from I don't really know what I'm going to find and I'm not exactly sure how it's going to turn out. I, I may have a plan in my head. I may have a thought. But until I'm digging through your stuff, I don't really know. And you might hire a monkey brain fully naturally organized type A organizer who will draw up exactly the dimensions of your space, which products they're going to use, and what's going to be housed in each one before they even begin. But if they come across something that gives the little wrench to their plan, um, it, it could turn out a little poorly. So I always approach digging in and figuring out what's there first before I decide how it's going to live in the space. I mentioned on previous podcasts that I use the SPACE acronym from Julie Morgenstern, and I believe it's very sound. I mean, it's sort of industry standard of you sort, you purge, you assign homes, you containerize, and then you, she calls it equalizing, I think evaluate, it would be a better word. But you're doing things in that order because you can't buy the containers first with things all assigned to spaces when you don't know what you have and you haven't purged down so that you're only organizing what you're keeping. There's a lot of times people want to organize what they have, whether they've thought about whether they're going to keep it or not. I guess the takeaway from point number two is because you're paying me, <laughs> because I have to get busy, just the action of starting creates the momentum and the motivation I need to start seeing things that go together, things in new ways, ideas of how I want to store something. My takeaway from you there is jump in and start, pretend you're on the clock and you need to see a difference before your three-hour work session is over and so you've, you better get busy. Honestly, that motion will begin 
all the rest. It's taking that step. And overwhelm will try and paralyze you from that. So that's why you just have to say, oh, I'm on the clock. Let's get busy. Pretend you're the professional organizer there. And then the top tip, top secret, number one thing that all organizers know that keeps them from ever being overwhelmed in any client's space, drum roll please, <laughs> is objectivity. And I know I've said it before, and that's the click part, part, clickbait part of that title, but it is sincerely the differentiator. I have no attachment to my clients' things. None. And it's funny because it goes both ways. There's times when I'm like, oh, they'll get rid of that. And they have some wonderful story as to why that's priceless heirloom and they have to keep it. And there'll be times when I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. They're going to totally keep that. And they're like, eh, donate that. And I'm like, oh, wow, that shocked me. So this ability to be detached from the items is the difference maker. And that's something that's really hard to fake. That's something where you can pretend, well, I'm going to just, you know, start sorting in the stuff that's in here. And I'm just going to pretend I'm an organizer and I'm just going to see the stuff as stuff and I'm not going to be attached to it. Yeah, you can't really fake that. And that's why professional organizers will always still be valuable and helpful. One, because they can get a ton done in a small window of time. Two, because fresh eyes in spaces are wonderful. Three, because Sometimes you just don't have the interest or energy to do it for yourself. But four, because there are just times when your own personal things are so overwhelming that it is a gift, an absolute gift to get a professional organizer who can be objective in there and help you get through so that you feel really good about your house again. I don't feel bad about giving the secrets away because there's still value in what professional organizers do. If you've never considered using one and you have the funds to do it, it might be a gift worth giving to yourself. If the idea of it is a little overwhelming because you're like, I can't invite a complete stranger in here. <laughs> I do do virtual organizing now. If you feel like you know me and I am a comfortable, friendly voice, slash face. <laughs> I can work with you over Zoom on spaces. If you're interested in that, just go to joylovinghome.com slash contact and send me an email. We'll talk about how to get you in an or organizing session with me virtually. All right, I will stop there until next time. Continue to choose joy.